Guys, shut the fuck up. Thank you. There we go. Alright. Good evening. No. Say hi. What am I looking at here? Painters. You're watching the uh, sound waves. So Who see, I'm I? at the uh, you are lean close and say hi. Hi. Right there. You're right. I I don't know how to. <laughs> Hang on. We need a TV remote. It's gray. It's, it's long. Over there. Okay. Luis, fetch. It's the gray one. I mean, this is power. The We're turning power. off the TV. <gasps> Wait. Golf clap. <laughs> no one else, really? Golf clap is two fingers. I thought golf clap was just oh. the. Okay. Okay. Hang on. I got to turn you up anyway. Is he in two? Yeah. Uh, Steven is in two. Yeah. Yes. We're used to Cody's voice being in two, which is like at this level all the time. So we just turned you up so you have yeah, that's more. that's not my voice. No, you're up here. Blink. Ooh. Two. But see, in order to see yourself talk, you have to get a little closer. <gasps> see? There you go. There you go. Remember, <laughs> it's about fist, fist, like, fist width. All right, but I did the fist width. No, touch it. One, fist one end width. of the fist touching mic, one end of fist touching mouth. Oh, full contact fist. What did you think fist meant? Fist plus <laughs> an inch on either side? We said fist and we said width. I think Sorry. we have the title for the episode. We <laughs> said full fist contact. and we said width. Full and then I was told fisting. it was good enough for everybody else in the room. And you lied. You both lied to him. I, I was out, out. I was peeing while this was going on. You saw his setup and you said I, it was I fine. I'm just... It, I'm just going to say I wasn't paying attention. I was on TikTok. Of course you were. Of course were. you were. No one's shocked by that. That's not a revelation. What are you doing? He's on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Louise. I know because he likes all my videos. Okay. So real quick, we have Steven in the room. Hello. Does anyone want to rant about their day? Because I really want to go off. Really? My day was awesome. I hate you. I got off at 9 a.m. What? What do you do? Okay, hold on. What do you do for I, a living? I got out of bed at 9 a.m. That was nice. Eat me. Yeah. <laughs> no. What do you do for a living? Um, Municipal streets maintenance. Today was my last day of it. <laughs> <laughs> so then what do you... <laughs> so then, okay, so then what are you planning on doing? Are you switching jobs? I'm switching jobs within the same... It's going to be the same job, just a different department. I'm about to become a member of the Parks Department come Monday. So you're going to be on Parks and Rec? No rec. What what uh, <laughs> what, what what character are you from Parks and Rec? We're on Swanson. I haven't seen it. Really? I'm a community guy. See, I'll be honest. I've only watched like two episodes of Parks and Rec. I haven't watched it beyond that. I thought like you were trying to fist the mic no. again. <laughs> um. So, okay, so I got to rant. I got to bitch so much. Because tomorrow I have to wake up at 4 in the morning. On your birthday. On my... Oh, damn it. I was hoping nobody would remember. You should have just asked for your birthday off. I never do like that. I do. I refuse. I don't do I specifically either. refuse to take my birthday off because I think people that do that are lazy. Suck. I'm like, if you really need your birthday off that bad every year because you're that narcissistic... Oh, no. I'm gonna go to work and bust my ass. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, hold on. I called. Just a second. I called you a no. narcissist. No, I. You... Hold on, hold on. I call in sick on my birthday every year so that I can go out and profusely drink 
the night before. Why don't you just take the day off instead of calling in sick? Because I still want to be paid. Why would you not take the day after your birthday if your plan is to drink for the night? Thank you. Because most of the time, well, okay. There's been That's a like taking the 4th of July off and going to work on the 5th of July. Which we've done. I've no, done stupid that, yeah. people yeah, do the that. Majority I take the 5th do of July that. off. No, we have no. done that. Though. See, the point we? is... Is you can't call me narcissistic because I, I still drag my hungover ass to work the Bops. next day. No, I always took the 5th of July off. I refuse to. I've taken the 5th of July off every single year. Let me just say this. You can't day drink if you don't start in the morning, and I'm day drinking my birthday away. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm going to work. I'm working an 11-hour day. Want to know why? Because you hate yourself? Because no, because I fucking hate engineers. Engineers, I hate you. I hate all of you. I hate you in all shapes and sizes. I specifically hate the ones that look a little bit like Jesus and live in Seattle. You're the worst. Should define engineers. The people, this is specifically for plumbing. Oh, okay. Plumbing. You can go off many different I spent seven years as an engineer, and I have a Jesus beard at the moment. No, not like you. Like, he looks like hippie Jesus. Like, not good Jesus. Gotcha. Like, not cool Jesus. Anyway... Here's what happens, and this has been happening a lot, and I've told you guys about um, my Hawaiian coworker that is, like, he's cool and awesome, and lately he's been wanting to kill a certain engineer because he keeps giving us what are fab packages, and what we do is we cut all these pieces of cast iron pipe or copper or whatever, we prefab it and send it out into the field. The problem with that is it does this thing where it takes time especially cast iron that has to be pretty much dead nuts on down to an eighth of an inch. Uh, sorry, I had to burp. So my coworker has been bitching for a couple of weeks about how he really wants to kick this certain engineer's ass who keeps setting these ridiculous build times that are completely impossible and improbable. Like they're not doable. And I'm like, it can't be that bad, whatever. Well, all of the chickens have come home to roost. Because he gave us this fab package that's over 400 pieces of pipe. We didn't get to start it until today because we had the last one to finish. And it's due Wednesday. And we have to... (laughs) Yeah. And not only that, but you have to remember that this has 90s on it and everything. And everything has to be dead level so that all they got to do in the field is throw it in and it's good. If not, they complain about how bad we screwed up. So... They have three of us working on this, and I start, and they have me at the cutting station because the other two guys are faster at building, so I just start cutting. And we have a special saw that has a guide on it that you press the button and it goes to whatever spot it's supposed to be. There's two massive problems. One, the idiot detailers put in random weird pieces, like 9 foot 11, so uh, cast iron pipe lengths come in 10 foot sticks. 9 foot 11 and 15 sixteenths. When you cut cast iron pipe, you do it with a set of snap cutters that has these discs that squeeze the pipe properly and break it. Mm-hmm. Basically break it the right way. You can't break off a sixteenth of an inch. No. Not even three sixteenths of an inch unless you're possibly doing two-inch pipe. Now, here's the other catch. We got all this two-inch pipe in. Most of this is with two-inch pipe. Two-inch pipe is the easiest to cut, easiest to handle. It's quick. Boom, 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 boom. Everything's like a breeze except they bought this really cheap pipe this type or time around and we get a from a group called new age and there's the american stuff the stuff from india which is normally what we deal with it's not bad but it's not quite as good and heavy duty as the american and then they bought the most recent stuff from mexico 
Oh. And I am not kidding. You can pick up a one-foot chunk of the Mexico pipe, no offense, Louise, the India pipe, and then the American pipe, and you can feel the one-pound weight difference in just a one-foot section. Doesn't like, surprise me. It's ridiculous. So, and here's the other thing. When you cut the pipe, typically it breaks, and t- sometimes you get little tiny chunks that come off. This stuff, when you snap the pipe, because remember what you're doing is you're wrapping a chain around it and then squeezing it until it breaks. Let me guess, it shatters. It disintegrates. Yeah, it shatters. So the saw, normally, it's it's a chain, literally a chain with discs in it mm-hmm. that are just metal sharp discs. Yeah. When you squeeze it, it squeezes it, and it just goes tink, and it breaks perfectly. Well, not perfectly. There's little rough edges, but whatever. And normally there's like little chunks here and there, or there's tar on the saw. After you do two or three of these, there's like sand on the discs because it just disintegrates. The other problem with that is because it's so cheap, remember, this can't have a crack in it. It's as brittle as glass. If you drop it, it'll just shatter. In about a half an inch in from where the disc actually cuts, on the bottom side, this pipe is so brittle that there is 50% of the time there is a, a, a crack that goes all the way through just in this specific spot. To the point that I started pulling them out and showing them the engineer, just hundreds of them today. I had over 680 feet of pipe, just two inch, sitting on the table. I only needed 400 or something of it. I used all the 680 and then another half of a 680, so another 340, just to cut the two inch because it's so cheap, I kept having to just throw random chunks away. Did and the engineer blame you for not knowing how to use the machine? No, properly? not at all because he knows I'd kill him. And I just got done switching the blade on it too. I just put a brand new blade on it and completely so yeah. There's no, machine. there's no point in saying that it's the no. it's machinery problem. Yeah. No, and then on top of that, then we're you know we're working a ten today. I'm like, okay, that's no big deal. Well, we get towards the end of the day, and the guy who normally does all the who's my Hawaii, the Hawaiian coworker goes, oh dude, we don't need to work overtime on this. Like, we'll work our ten today to make sure we know where we're standing, but we're so set on this. You know, we're good. So we all kind of were like, okay, cool. We don't need to work 10s. Well, we tell our boss. He's like, nah, let's still come in at 5 tomorrow, an hour early. And let's not just work 10 hours. Let's work till 4.30 on my birthday. The only good news about this, and I'm seething. I'm like, I'm like I, I don't mind working overtime if we need to. But in this case, all three of us looked at each other and went, oh, no, we have this in the bag. We're going to be done by Monday, and it needs to be done by Wednesday. But in my boss's defense, I would do the same thing because we have been getting just rammed up the ass because of this dumbass engineer and detailer that keep giving us these ridiculous finish times. And the job we're working on keeps ramping production up because the thank you concrete strike for fucking everything up. So they want everything we can, they can get a hold of right now so they can – they're basically going backwards. They went up to X floor and then – had to stop production because of the concrete strike. So now they're basically doing everything, including trim work and everything, and all the lower floors they already started is basically what's happening. So now they want oh, everything yesterday because they're just trying to keep their guys working and busy. To which the, it's a good it's a good idea on that aspect. Oh, absolutely. But the problem is, it's like if you go at that pace, you're going to run out of shit, and then you have nothing. Oh, yeah. Well, not only that, but everybody's just going to burn out and drop dead. Because mm-hmm. they're tired of running and running and running to catch up with with nothing. Yeah. And then on top of well, I mean, but there is good news 
There's good news. Tomorrow, new Bad Omens album comes out, and new Rain City Drive album comes out. For the record, those of you that don't know who Rain City Drive is, they used to be a band called Slaves. There's my rant. Yay. I'm sorry it's over. <sighs> Do you feel better now? I feel way better. Dude, I got off work, went to the gym at 4.30. Luckily, it was empty. Got there at like 4.45, 4.50. Didn't even get to finish my workout. Had to go home, shower, change, eat, and come here. I need like my 15 minutes of, shut up. Do you need a beer? I uh, know I'm good. I'm going to not drink because I have to wake up at 4 in the morning. I'm okay. I saw the yeah, yelling it again. Yeah, it did that. It did this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need to rub one out to get the, the stress out now? No. As Luis is just shaking his head, yes. He yeah. Holy moly. See that lower line down there that's all those squiggles? That's me talking for like 20 minutes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Who wants to start the show? Welcome to the Bartools Podcast. This is Max. We are joined today by... See, if you don't know, I'm not going to go over everybody's names. If you, know, if you don't know us by now, fuck off. You shouldn't be listening. Yeah, figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. Pitter patter. Anyways, we're joined today by a special guest. Uh, it's a longtime friend of mine, Louise. <laughs> That's special with an italic S. With a TH, right? With two THs? Bethel. Bethel Steven. Yeah. With a lisp. Anyways, uh, tonight's sprinkler. Tonight was a uh, pretty. Good night to have him on, considering that he worked as an engineer in the army. And Raider sent us a message yeah. earlier saying that he wanted tonight's topic to be about engineers. So here we are. And we're also two people down. And we're also two people down. Trevor and Cody aren't here, but Cody had Stevens... something come up, and Trevor's getting into his new house. Yeah. So yeah, but Steven's personality makes up for both of them. So, amen. <laughs> and it's not just his personality. He will probably be ro- as per usual. Too. He will probably be roasting me ninety percent of the night. That's yes. pretty much yeah, what Steven's gonna pro- do. Yeah, and it's fantastic. It's terrible. I love it because I, I say Steven something. <laughs> I say something and go ha 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 ha. No one ever responds to this, and Steven just looks me deadpan and destroys me, and it's such bullshit. I don't like it. Well, yeah, but now I'm looking at the screen, so I'm distracted. Right. <laughs> he's also been day drinking, so he's straight up oh, a nine. So, World War Three. <laughs> Go fish. Oh, you got a haircut. I did get a haircut. I like. Right after work today. I it's like. More than it's one. like fresh, fresh. Yeah. I, I got all the hairs cut. I need to get a haircut. I do. Which one? Just this one. Just my that hair one. on my nose. Yeah. No, don't put that away. Put that you away. You can use my new knife. So anyway, you tonight. Can use the flip knife with the flip comb. I want to hear. I want to hear about Stefan. How did you meet our our um, our local psychotic Muppet? <laughs> Anytime now. This processing. Is you processing. He hold on. Give him one second. The capacitors have to load. <laughs> I've given him five. Okay. We're getting close to ten. And go. Oh my word! Oh, yeah, right. The question. <laughs> um, it begins. Oh, we met on the bus. 
He was in the bus? front. I was in the back. What bus? We locked eyes oh, in dear. the mirror. <laughs> I was driving. Now, that was years later you were driving that bus. That was the shortest bus I've ever seen. So you met in school? Oh, wait. No, that wasn't <laughs> it at all. <laughs> we were doing a junior reserve officer training corps stuff. And for people don't know how our school did it, your introduction to the whole thing is to show up at a dirt field and help people park help for soccer. Car moms. And it doesn't even moms. count as the three hours of community service that you need per semester. Was is this JROTC? Yes. Yeah. To both, probably. Is this JROTC? Yeah. Yeah. J Rossi. Yeah. So like I got dropped off by my mom who just gave me to the sergeant major. That's never a which good was, start. Yeah, no, it wasn't a good way to do things. I was wearing sunglasses. He didn't like that I was wearing sunglasses. She gave me a whole rundown on the fact that like in adult life when you're meeting people for the first time, you need to not have dark lenses over your eyes. Which, you obviously as soon as to. I had a say, I immediately went back on. Right. <laughs> I don't like people getting to see me like that. Initially. This is going to be interesting because he's so introverted. It's going to be fun. Yeah, but now I'm it's sharing. Gonna... I'm here. I know, but I know. I'm doing it's gonna it. It's going to be funny watching There's a microphone this. with a fist space. I can not see anymore because we paused it. No, nope, we didn't pause. It's okay. It's okay. Relax. Yeah, but I can't see if I'm yelling. It'll tell you. <laughs> see how I have a little red number above hmm. mine? That means I yelled. Ooh. That means I screwed up. Okay. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah, so I had to take sunglasses off. And then he said something like, go that way. And then I bumped into... Two of the most homoerotic gentlemen I've ever seen in my life. And <laughs> to this day, still, one of wait. them happened to be Max, and the other one is now that. And yeah, actually <laughs> homoerotic. Like he admitted it. Yeah. Well, it didn't admit, shared it with you. Define sharing. Shared it, it with you verbally. Because uh, you didn't exactly. He was trying to win an argument when we haven't seen each other in like five years. <laughs> But we both happened to be at the bar on New Year's. This is how all the stories are written. My face was on a female face because it was midnight and shit, and he was all lonely, smoking on the street. And then he was still trying to talk shit. Yeah. And man. then it came down to like, I don't even care because I go both ways. And you didn't even know that. And then he went back inside. That's how that conversation went? Yeah. I feel like... Was he drunk? Probably. I Probably. feel like... I feel like But that's, he's also stupid. I, I, right. I was like, I don't <laughs> like, feel like that's the proper way to win an argument. Like, no. by the way, I'm bisexual. Ha ha ha. I win the argument. Like, that's not how that works. No. The only appropriate way to win an argument is ending with your mom. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> i warn you ladies and gentlemen this show is not going to be this show is going to go down like exactly Ukraine. like his mom <laughs> Whoa! 
Jesus. In which part of the divorce? <laughs> Depends on how much money she's making on it. I think they were fighting over which parent didn't take in. Stop. <laughs> we're all going to what, hell for this. What are we Absolutely. getting at? I said my thing. So what did yeah. you do in the military? Did you fly battle kites? <laughs> no. No. Death from above, baby. I, uh, I hell, the string broke. I paved some roads. Didn't even pave. I flattened dirt. So that it looked like a road. So you drove um, the. Uh... <laughs> I got to stick knives in more dirt, looking for landmines. Did you get to put on the juggernaut suit? No, oh. no. I am actually in honor. Like with the certificate, it's not even necessarily honorary, but I actually have a certificate that shows that I am an associate or associated member of the explosive explosive ordnance disposal corps. So you have a minimal knowledge. I went of, to that school. You have a minimal knowledge of how to disarm bombs. Touch more than minimal, less than expert. So is it always the green wire or is it the red wire? I, it freaks me out in Fun every movie. Fun fact, they're not color-coded like that. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> because nobody builds it with the anticipation or expectation that you're going to open it and be looking at colored wires. I'm going to. I'm going to build every bomb I make with the green wire doing one thing and with the red wire doing another. And if you make... cut both, it'll blow up. And if you <laughs> cut the right, wrong one, it'll blow up. And if you cut the right one, it'll stop. Just make the I green would... always the ground. That way, whenever you cut it, it does short out and you blow. So that means the red wire is the good wire. No. The red wire is your would, power. I would have it wired so that none of the wires actually did anything. <laughs> and it still blew up. That's cheating. No, that's that thinking. would be a rifle grenade. <laughs> it's really cool. It's got a tube that you fit over the barrel of the rifle, and there's a grenade at the end, and you shoot into it, and it's like a little slingshot thing. So part of the tube, part of what primes it and gets it ready to go is this little piece of string that's hooked to the bottom of the tube, so when you shoot your bullet into the grenade... It snaps the string and pulls it. And that's what fuses the grenade so that it goes off not nearly as far away from you as you want it to. (laughs) (laughs) What's that saying? Remember when you pull the pit, when you pull, after you pull the pin, Mr. Grenade is not your friend. Oh, I thought you were going to say something along the lines of a five second fuse is actually three seconds. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that one too. Thank you. Call of duty for all the quotes. Oh, I didn't get that from Call of Duty. No, I didn't. <laughs> get that from personal experience. <laughs> it was written on the condom forced. wrapper, which... <laughs> oh, dear God. So you were an engineer in the Army. Yeah. So what did you do somebody dirty then? Yeah, who did you screw over? Uh... How many people hate your guts? <clears throat> like a lot. <laughs> no, actually... <laughs> Not not that many. Only people who were in charge of me. Stop really. it. What, yawning? Yes. I'm tired. No. Wham. Yell, though. Mm-hmm. No. We got to get that number up. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, scream like a goat. <laughs> no. So who did you screw over? Or just screw. 
<laughs> don't. We don't need to know that. No. Half of Europe. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, everybody just with long hours because I had to because it was my job because I got promoted and I was a non-commissioned officer, which meant that I was a sellout and I could no longer rebel <laughs> against everything they were telling me. So I had to start giving in. So we were like keeping people for extra hours and I was making people that didn't necessarily need to, but that like I thought needed to carry heavier things and unnecessary heavier things. You're that <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I Absolutely, was I really good at my job. All right. And I screwed them over like a lot, but they also loved me at the end. Yeah, because you were leaving. No. No. No, because as I was screwing them, it was so much less of a screwing over than what everybody else above me was trying to do to them. Oh. Yeah. He, he was the shit. It was almost so like you used preemptive spin. punishment. <laughs> like, look, I'm already mad, so you don't have to be mad at them. So you used the spit. You have to be more specific. You didn't make them bite the pillow and go in dry. You at least used something. Yeah, I'll accept the pillow part. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so were you guys in the army together the whole time, or how did that work? No, no. Man. So I, I think I actually got out of... No. We. I'm we a guess... grade level behind him, so he graduated... Well, I didn't think I was going to and then pulled that off somehow a year later. So in that year, he went off and got the job that I wanted initially in Cavalry Scout, which having as an engineer, I figured out was a gay job that you don't want. Yeah. Having a having a, a roommate with a uh, flashlight. flashlight that's covered in mold. You didn't want that job? Gross. I mean, yeah, we, like we all do it, right? No, no, we don't. No, the roommate part. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't. And the mold. So, no, nope. not necessarily on the flashlight though. I went in in 2013 and got out in 2016. Mm-hmm. He went in in 2014 14. and got out last year. 21. So you stayed in longer. Yeah. yeah. We were never back. stationed together. But that means he's better anything. than you. Yeah, Only well, in every way that matters. Well, he lasts longer. I got medically discharged. It wasn't my choice. That's what I said. He lasted longer. He's built I different. got problems of my own. And he's at least getting paid for his. <laughs> well, yeah. Sort of. Huh? Explain. Elaborate. The other part of the job was explosives. There were lots of explosives for me as an engineer. I'm running out of words because I don't talk this much ever. Would you like us to pass it off to somebody else? I was really good at explosives. Like blowing things up? Yeah. What did you get to blow up? Like the lot. A lot? that is no longer around. Okay, but... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! 
I am gonna have to drag the words. I'm gonna have to crawl down your throat no, and drag I mean, the words out. Fuck. Massive what? chunks of the state of Washington. Lots of property that was technically volunteered. Like to bridges. Be exploded. What? Like what did you blow up? What we practiced bridges. I didn't actually take out like a used bridge. Wait, t- hold on. How do you practice blowing up bridges? Well, you, you get chunks blow of bridge. up bridges. I mean, that's like practicing sure that suicide the stuff bombing. In the right spot. There's only one way to do it. You gotta blow up a bridge. But you gotta do it right. No, if it's not there, <laughs> no, yeah, but get like it done. You, you gotta do it right. Yeah, you gotta do it right. There's maximum th- casualties. But what? Did you see Valkyrie? No, I With saw Tom Cruise. I saw Bridge on the River. Where Quiet. he tried to blow up Hitler. Yeah. I haven't you seen know the movie, but I know what you're talking how, about. How like the leg of the table fucked that entire plan? That was wood. Bridges are concrete and metal. Like six inches can do uh, can change the whole, whole course of history. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I only have three. <laughs> Thomas. I mean, there's plenty, plenty of times engineers have fucked me in the past of stupid requirements for a number of different things. I mean, you can just go off of like every different every uh, three years when we have a code change. Oh, there's don't a, even get me started. There's a number of things that come out that I think are absolutely god awful stupid. Um, one of the more recent ones is now every outdoor like unit for AC anything outside has to be GFCI protected has to be All i thought co- that was standard already no when did that become standard uh 2020 code change okay so how much harder is that to be gfci protected it's not hard it's expensive for you to install it anybody okay. it's like the breaker alone so you have to change out the breaker to be gfci protected so oh. instead of it being you know Twenty to thirty dollar part becomes a hundred and forty to one hundred and eighty dollar part. Yikes! Yeah, and the only reason why it happened is because of one instance that happened in the Midwest. Okay, I'll get into it. So don't just leave it. Yeah, you can't. Just, you knew we were gonna ask you. You put that bait out there, and I just looked but at you. What and like, happened once in the Midwest? <laughs> yeah, let's ask Thank the you. question. <laughs> So what happened was uh, a house uh, had an outdoor unit, which basically they deleted at some point before they bought it. <laughs> you go ahead. I'm just giving so you they, shit. So they deleted it uh, at one point before they bought the house, and they wanted it to work again. So they brought some other company out to hook it all back up. Uh-huh. Well, whoever hooked it all back up did it wrong, and because they weren't licensed, they didn't report anything. Um, so it worked. Let's just go with it works for a bit, like for. Do you a know what they two. did wrong? Yeah, so I'll get into that. They didn't ground it. They didn't ground it properly, so oh. it created it created its own arc fault on so it. They forgot to go grab some earth, put it in a little baggie, and tape it to the inside of the. Uh, I'll just let him finish the, the story. Breaker door and. That's how you ground a wire, isn't it? No. Yeah. I wish it was true that way, but no. So what just ha- have little baggies of dirt hanging around your house <laughs> all the time. <laughs> So what happened was one of the neighbor Jack kids Sparrow. was playing around. Why is that so funny? I don't know. It is. It is. 
But um, so one of the it's like you're gonna be like mole from Atlantis. <laughs> you have, like you step the dirt. Like if something catches on fire because it's not grounded, you have to step the dirt. <laughs> so oh my word what happened was some kid in the neighborhood jumped the uh chain link fence and landed on the outdoor unit you're not supposed to do that well here's the thing because of an not active ground uh because there was an active ground fault on the whole thing the whole unit was electrified and his hand was still on the fence uh-oh so <gasps> this is the new way to create an fence. electric fence you just yep. need a body barbecue sandlot kid <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was yes the kid died from electrocution i wonder the problem how. was two years of litigation because it went who who was at fault the only people that they had on file that put it was the company that originally put it in because the new people weren't permitted and not on record correct so it took another two it took two years of litigation to figure out who was at fault and because of this now everything has to be ground fault protected fucking kids dude it's stupid i i understand on a safety aspect but i don't if you're running into somebody's yard and you jump the chain link fence to land on their air conditioning unit and get shocked to death that's your own damn fault but it was because of somebody's shoddy work that wasn't licensed that was the problem. No, it was so because of some dumb teenage kid who's probably running from the cops. Code shouldn't change. It was not letting people who are unlicensed do work needs that's, to change. That's what I say on that aspect. But also, it wasn't some kid running from the cops. It was just some seven-year-old. Let me live with my fantasy. It makes it more justifiable as to why I was he just dies. saying. See, my brain a... went Sandlot. Like, it's yeah. this kid running from a dog because or they lost run... the ball. Or running or... from his dad with a belt See, in hand. See, here's the problem with you two. At least my explanation is, like, the kid earned it. Yours is like, oh, poor little Timmy jumped the fence at the wrong time and zap. I mean, does it matter either way? He's dead. No, you feel, you, you sound much more like a psychopath when you just hope – when you imagine a little kid accidentally getting a – agitated in some People cases die. the little bastard deserves it oh jesus <laughs> he jumped somebody's fence that he wasn't supposed yeah, right. to be that's on trespassing leave their property <laughs> at that alone. point it is Stupid it's basically kid. the greatest deterrent of get off my lawn <laughs> trespassers will be shot survivors will be shot again shocked i'm sorry shocked. either way <laughs> i want to hear the one from luis now oh yeah luis put his hand up when you started talking about needing to vent for 15 minutes yeah uh, speak to us um did yeah, you forget? forget so i had to go to a, a whole new job today or yesterday finish well we didn't we didn't complete our mitigation so we will end back there today you had to finish your what mitigation so What's that's that? like our taking out insulation setting containment and so it's basically the demo to get the water and everything yeah, dry it's the it. beginning part where you put up the fans and get everything dry mm -hmm. yeah okay so that's pretty much the other half of what we finished doing today setting up our eq fan, the, our drying mm -hmm. stage mm -hmm. and as soon as we like everything was completed uh owner says that the plumber there fucked up and pretty much hot water cold water mm -hmm. you know he got that mixed up so 
in order to go back, he started to complain about the crawl space, which we just like completely like took everything out, basically cleaned up. Yeah. Other than just rat shit, just everywhere. But what does he wait? He complained about the what with the crawl space? That it it was basically fucking nasty. It was too. It was too bad for him to go back and do that. Oh, the plumber was complaining about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's uh, unfortunately, that's your job. Yeah, and my partner was just like, "Yo, this, this basically, this dude's a fucking pussy." <laughs> like, oh, you said that about the plumber? Yeah. No way. Screw you. I ain't going down there. He was. He was, eat me. I was like, bro, it was ten times bad. <laughs> right yeah. before he did the work and all that shit. But yeah, there was that. Uh, we were up in Bellingham for that one, and then we get a call for another, uh, a muck out this time, over in Shoreline. <sighs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna settle in for this. What I think this is the first time <laughs> I've seen Luis like actually, in some way, frustrated. Oh, this is the first time. Like other than smiling or laughing, this is the first time I've ever seen him have any emotion. I've never seen him just go. <laughs> oh my um, God, you're right. He's disgruntled. <laughs> so Wait, let me grab my pillow. We get to the, the shoreline job, doing our muck out. We go in there and find out there's no vapor barrier, and we're dealing with a uh, food disposal. What? Yeah. Like the disposal unit on the sink broke? I guess so. Uh oh. Have you been there yet? Oh, this is my first time. Oh, geez. So we just show up, do that. And there's like, it's gravel down there. Like fucking rocks. Yeah, pea gravel. Yeah, shit. that's what it should be. And Nice and soft. Typical food. It's better than dirt. Wait, did you say typical food? <laughs> you don't eat gravel? No. Huh. I mean, I've kicked rocks, but. I tell them to do that all the time. Huh. Anyway. So. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so we so we check it out where the leak's coming from, and luckily it's basically the size of the table, but everything's so like caked up, laid out, like layered. So it was it was easy to to remove. The only problem is, is no vapor barrier, so mm-hmm. everything had. It. My partner sends me down there. He's like, all right, starts hands me a fucking basically a little shovel and he's like all right start scooping it up the dirt with the all the food and nasty, stuff on it all the nasty shit uh, flies and worms and everything he's like yep yeah, just just start using your hand and just, uh, just, uh, just start uh, did he give you gloves yeah. at least no i had i had all my pp so you all, just like a, he had a all of his pp Human sized condom scooping stuff up in there? Just like, it was probably, yeah. They're called trash bags. <laughs> yeah, that too. So, wait, their garbage disposal isn't hooked up, so it's just dropping straight into the fucking crawl space? And there's just a mound of food there? Mm-hmm. Ew! Like, what how... the fuck? How do you not smell that? Okay, let's go off of like a previous statement that you made at a different house of where they didn't even have the plumbing hooked up and at a certain point in the house and yet everybody was still using the bathroom on this job site so the entire crawl space filled up with turds and all the other crap 
I don't remember this. <clears throat> you don't remember that story from like, oh, I don't know, about 30 episodes ago? No. Don't look at me. I barely remember that. No, because it, it wasn't my story. Because the only story I could think of like that is when the rats were down there and there's poo everywhere. Yeah. yeah, that was somebody else. I thought it was you, but but wait, hold on. Oh, you finish, and then I want to hear whatever story you just told because that that wasn't even the worst part. Oh fuck! (laughs) Yes, yes. There's more. (laughs) Welcome to welcome to Steven, everybody. We say something disturbing, and Steven's like, "Yes." So we, after I finish like scooping most of this shit out in the bags, um, my partner starts hauling them out, and he found out that there's a leak. And one of these pipes, um, the homeowner decides to wa- uh, have their dishwasher running. Oh, Jesus. So everything we scooped out, like, just air- the water just, like, came down, just flooded that sp- same spot again. Is their drain line not hooked up? No, it's hooked up to the, the disposal. The drain line is hooked up to the disposal. And whatever leak is coming from the disposal is also going to come through all that. Right, but your dishwasher doesn't go up into your garbage disposal yeah it does your disposal comes down because the drain line has to be going down because it's gravity fed right so it's hitting this it's hitting the drain line so i'm guessing like some point after the the whole thing that just broke or has like a gigantic hole in it yeah is the pipe well, broken like what is going on assuming with this pipe it was installed there's, properly there's in the first place definitely. oh there's a massive crack right. in it oh that, fuck the shit that we're cleaning up it's been sitting for a while, so... So this is cast iron pipe. What he's talking about, the yeah. pipe with a crack in it, is cast iron pipe. Like a cast iron skillet, just more brittle. Way more brittle. So I'm guessing the house was built in the 60s? If not earlier. Because now everything under a house is ABS. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. We're like, oh... We'll just scoop the rest that we can, and... Yeah, you need a that lady needs to stop use or person needs to stop using their fucking water because they have an entire pipe with a crack in it. I would have told them that at the beginning, like, yeah, see that? Stop flushing whatever it is down the sink. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> what were you saying about what okay, was going on? So here? on a brand new build, and this is I believe it was recently. Um yeah, definitely not me then. But uh like somebody it's like the whole thing was it's like we're getting to like final part of the house and like the plumber comes in at one point because like they just keep getting this weird ass smell coming out of the crawl space and they like but also they've had like one or two issues with that they needed to have the plumber fix and so this is this house move-in ready or is this like new construction okay it is close move-in new construction ready oh jesus so he opens the crawl space. Oh, no. And, and it's horrible smell. And on top of it, it probably looks like the ocean? No, it's not like the ocean. Hmm. Although there are is a massive puddle. Right. Um, and apparently one of the drain tubes didn't sit right, and it wasn't glued in place. Oh, no. They didn't glue it? Apparently. How do you per- miss that during test? I don't know. Keep going. But apparently, uh, and it's the bottom floor powder room's toilet oh, no. so of course 
what does everybody use when they uh, when they what have a the fi- it, when they have a finished house with toilets in it? You're going to use that toilet because yep. who wants to use the portage yeah, on at which that one, point? Which one? Which one? Yeah. Which toilet do the new construction guys use because they don't want to use the portage on and they're not going to use the master bathroom one, the one downstairs in the basement? Oh gee. Yeah. So and it's been this is construction and it's like, worker. And this is like a month of this happening. Oh no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, uh, so let's say let's just go said and done they had to rip out everything on the first floor and redo it Jesus, because of how much mold and decomp that happened down there oh my word so all new subfloor all new everything and remember and this people like, at home oh. this isn't just normal poop right this is construction worker taco bell 711 taquitos mexican fuel mexican roofer fueled poo yeah this caffeine 24 is... 7 and cigarettes this is not good poo this is this is not normal poo this is toxic poo you, you could just say at this point they didn't have a lot of fiber in their diet <laughs> So yeah, that's that's what happened with that, and I'm just oh, like, going, man, I'm glad I didn't have to go down there and redo electrical. Which again, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna ask this question: How in the fuck do you run tests? And for the record, I will answer the question: How do you run tests on a house, the entire plumbing system, and somehow miss the fact that you didn't glue a fitting because and that it passed because I have been on. Multiple floors of a building in Seattle where we test the building. And I can tell you right now, it does not take much to make an ABS fitting that is not glued start spewing all over the damn place. It's not that hard. So how the hell did they get this test to pass? I don't know. Yes, dear? They said, fuck it, it's the next guy's problem. No, but that's the problem. (laughs) There's an inspector that's supposed to check off that you are on test, and they're supposed to check every fitting and make sure that's not leaking. Fuck it, it's the next guy's problem. That, yeah, but the inspector, it's that it's that guy's problem now. Yeah. What happens at that point? Does the inspector get in trouble? Um, no. Even though the inspector's supposed to inspect it? I, I still think it's funny if, like, with electrical stuff, it's like if the inspector looks at everything and signs off on it and something else happens later on down the line, he's not held liable. That's bullshit. I'm like going, yeah, I agree. It's like, you're the one who said this is all okay. Right. And but it always goes to the person that did the work. Don't get me wrong. And now they've got a mountain of poo to deal with. <laughs> but again, don't get me wrong. Like I get it. The person that installs it, they're responsible for it originally. But so is the person who inspects it that didn't check something out. That, that is the entire point of an inspector is to come through and make sure that our job is done properly and to make sure that nothing is leaking and to call us out on it. But this is also the other thing to that just shows how bad the system is right now. If there's too much work going on, not enough inspectors and not enough time for them to do their job properly. Oh yeah. This is the same as the rule, like the rule in Washington state specifically, which drives me nuts that if you leave a bar drunk and drive, it's the bar's fault. Mm, you never heard of that? No, I have heard of it and that's not the full. Oh. Yeah, that's true. If you go, mm. Only, if you go no, out there, mm. we've had multiple people leave. So I won't say which bar it is in this case. Leave the bar, and they say, "Which one did you come from?" Even though they weren't served anything, and they blame the bar we go to. Our bar gets a citation for it, without question. 
That's how that law works. That's why you say it's a different bar. Right. If you if Hold you on. leave a bar, let the Stephen logic kick in. Like, don't get me wrong. If you leave a bar and drive drunk, you're gonna get obviously you're gonna get a ticket and all yeah, that. You're gonna do it. But if we? you say which bar you came from, that bar is held liable for the fact that you got in your car and drove, which I don't think is realistic. It's not. Okay. I, I understand on on certain aspects, but I I still agree that it's not. You you can't help hold an establishment responsible for one another person's actions. Right. Like if so I go, let's do, say I take. Do we know? Like, is it confirmed that the bar is receiving a citation, or is oh, yeah, that just what we this assume was, is happening? No, this was two years ago. This happened. Because somebody was way too drunk to the point that they were getting the DUI and we were trying to get to no, the bottom they, of they it? No, were, they were drunk and driving and crashed. Yeah, oh. all right. No, yeah. so that's what I'm getting at. So, yes, it's a law. Yes, it's a stupid but it's, law. it's kind of stupid. Mostly stupid. But at the same time, like, as the bartender, because I did that, too, before this. Yeah, it's, that's the one. That's, it, that's like, what I was It's your at, job to judge. let everybody have a good time while still keeping them safe, even if they can't make good decisions. So if somebody, in theory, it's not 100%, but in theory, and in the majority of cases... If somebody's too drunk to drive and, like, they're going to wreck or they're going to run somebody over or their car is going to end up in a house or in a lake, you can tell right. as they're heading out the door. So it's yeah. your job to make a note. Like, it's not even necessarily the bartender's job at that point to stop them. No, because you legally can't. But if, like, when you get to the, the f- I don't even know the word, fine, finer points of a case like that, if they have the most badass lawyer ever and they can actually get it down to the nitty-gritty for a jury, that's what, that's what that's there for, is just to make sure that everybody's being accountable for everybody else as we all function as a group getting drunk or not. Yeah. So it's it's like not designed to target people for going to the bar. Like it's what was the deal? Because I had to do all the training to get the license. Um, that law ended up coming about because there was a guy who went out for the night and got way too drunk, and I think he ended up hitting and killing a kid. I think he was getting overboard or something like that. Yeah, well, because he was way too, like if because they they traced his steps back, right? And that was that was the deal is that he ended up spending, I mean, not accurate numbers because I'm only kind of remembering, but uh, yeah, basically like they kept pouring him drinks at the same rate throughout the night. You know, an hour and a half, two hours after he should have been cut off in the first place, right? But because they didn't want to stop getting the money from him. Yeah. See, that's why... So, like, that's where yeah. it's that... it's your fault as the one pouring the drinks. Like, That's why I do agree with the idea that a bartender has the discretion to 
So this is where this is where the line is for me. I agree that a bartender should cut you off if you appear if you appear intoxicated. Mm. But if they make the conscious decision like, hey, you weren't drunk an hour ago because and that's the problem is alcohol has a delayed reaction. Yeah. If you weren't drunk a half an hour ago and I served you and now you appear intoxicated and I don't serve you and then you go out and drive, then the bar still gets a citation for that. That's where my problem is, is because of the delayed reaction. And if they, so they do, do the, if they do the right thing and they don't. So if they do the right thing, you're good, but the right thing doesn't even necessarily have to be cutting you off either. Um, another rule in Washington state is that uh, bartenders, but more specifically just restaurants or bars as establishments um, need to keep a service log. So it's not in a perfect world. It would be every single person who comes in, every drink that gets poured, right. Gets tracked. Nothing Mm -hmm. necessarily like personally identifiable, but enough that you can know who you're talking about. Um, just in case something happens because bodies react all of the different ways. So you have your legal alcohol limit, but at Mm -hmm. the same time, like you might get way more fucked up before the number hits that right. So yeah, way after, depending on your body type and everything and what you're drinking. Well, like if you ask them or anybody, when I get hammered, most people can't tell at first. Like I'm, I, I two times now on my birthday, I've gotten blackout drunk on my birthday and still gotten drinks afterwards because everyone thinks I'm fine. It's going to be a productive work day. (laughs) 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 Although, you have something that you can go off of of Buck Engineers on just recently since you put it up on Snapchat. Oh, (laughs) yeah. This is going to be... You got lots of time. This will be our last story of the night. That is totally fine. I have so many instances of what the fuck were you thinking... Why the fuck would you do that with engineers, especially when a lot of the time it seems like they take like an engine oil filter and then build the engine around it? Oh, yeah. No, we, we've done that in uh, lots of houses where you're like, they built this house and then figured out how to put the heating in it or the electrical in it or the plumbing in it. Yeah. Okay. So yesterday and all of today, that car did not leave the rack all day today it was an 09 saturn view uh-huh and i had it came in and it had probably the most amount of water leaks i've ever seen on an engine so every seal every the water pressure, the every water pump, pump we started off by being able to, to see the obvious ones which was the radiator the water pump and the thermostat okay we're all leaking all, leaking. all just leaking water okay. yeah yeah okay. cool and so end of the day comes yesterday and nobody's worked on it and i go okay fine i have nothing to do i'll bring it in i'll get going on it so at least you know when if my boss shows up tomorrow he can see that we're working on it (laughs) i start with the radiator i'm like okay this is too easy i just need to take off this plastic strip this in in the very front by the uh hood latch Mm -hmm. and I can unbolt this, unbolt the hoses, unbolt the training cooler lines, and I can pull this entire thing out by a unit. This is going to be, you know. Cakewalk. Cakewalk. cakewalk, Too easy. Oh, my fucking God, was I wrong. It would be. Okay, so the shape 
the shape of the front of the car was this like unbent U. Yeah. So it winged out yeah. like that. And they made it so that you have to take the front bumper off, the headlights, the core support behind the front the bumper. The front bumper off? The whole front yes. clip, pretty much. Yeah. Did you see my Snapchat story yesterday? I didn't I don't watch anybody's stories. Oh, well. I don't watch stories. You. If you want me to see me see want me to see something, send it to me directly. I don't watch stories. Fine. Fuck you. And then on top of it, you can't just pull the radiator out. You gotta pull it as an entire unit. So the AC condenser sits in front of it. And the then fan, there's yeah. the radiator, and then there's the fans behind that. Right. Like if you were standing in front of the car looking at it. So you have to pull this entire thing out. And so this is like a three foot long metal and plastic brick that you got to lift out of there but you can't just lift it straight out you have to pull it forward lift up and then it has all of these fucking ac and training lines coming off to the side so you have to like maneuver this whole thing up and out and it was just fucking ridiculous absolutely fucking ridiculous and then on top of it uh it was so Saturn borrowed that engine from GM, mm -hmm. so like Chevy, GMC. Uh, don't think John. Saturn GM. is a GM product. That's what he's saying. Yeah, but it's its own. It was its own separate company a time ago, I believe. It started out as its own. It was like it was like. Uh, I always knew it as the bastard child of GM. That it was. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't even bought was. out. It was their throwaway yeah, cars. Pretty much. It was like, uh, I think it was Cadillac for them as well. Anyway. Anyways. So, they, on their training lines, they don't just use like a threaded nut, like a double a double flared line with a nut that screws into something. Yeah. That's what we they call just it. use a, a Clip. barb at the end that slides into the hole, and then the hole has a slot in it. That an e clip clicks into. We call them a Jesus. I call. I always called it a Jesus clip, because as soon as you drop, you're like fucks. Jesus. <laughs> no, I call it a your fucks clip. If you, because that thing is held on there so tight, and you, the only thing that gets in there is a pick, like a dental pick, and the second you release any sort of pressure, it just goes fucking flying, and the aftermarket ones that you try and replace it with don't fit properly, mm. so they leak. Yeah, there's a little a bit of slop. Yeah. That's why you always just yeah. pinch it just a little bit more and then but stick it in. Anyways, we get said. that car back together today. Could always use just a bit more of a Filled pinch. up with water, get it running, and then we find out that the uh, upper radiator hose runs into an inlet pipe. That gasket was leaking where it goes into the engine. And then we got a bad thermostat housing. So that was still leaking. And then after all of that, come to find out the head gaskets are leaking. So every major yeah. pressure point was yeah. fucked. Every, every, anything that on that car besides like the heater core. Which after I would say you did leaking. the head so wait, gaskets, the heater core would go. I say if the, um, if the head gaskets leaking, is the, is it, is the a blown head gasket or just that it's leaking? So it's, it's the it's, same thing. No, it's not a. It's because a blown head gasket would be that the 
Yeah, I mean, yes and no. Cause, so it's leaking externally. In, so, like, it's a V-style engine. So yeah. the intake sits, like, here in the middle of the V. Right. And so it's leaking down into the center of the V. Oh. And okay. right underneath the intake. Right. And so it's leaking externally, but it most likely blew. And then the compression from the engine going through that gasket overpressurized the entire system and those all of those spots just went aha uh -huh. yeah and as uh steven would say he's an expert in explosives at this point steven didn't say that <laughs> <laughs> so all right but so yeah i would have yeah. just told him at that, that point it'd been cheaper to buy another car especially since it's a saturn yeah yeah you totaled yeah. it out at that point just get a real GMC. Yeah. <laughs> so gay man Chevy. That was my most recent story of. I know a gay uh, man named Chevy. <laughs> I know it. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, would you like to send us out? Uh oh, what now? I'm gonna end this with the, with the question for all of you. Oh geez. Go ahead. Twice. Name, name something you can say during sex, and at a fast food drive-through. And I'll start it off with, I'll pay for the guy behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get some sauce with that? <laughs> oh, uh, let me see. At the fast food drive-thru? Yeah. I didn't order the fish sandwich. <laughs> How much is extra sauce? <laughs> I already said something saucy. Do you want me to change it? Yes. Change Changers. Oh. Can I change my order, please? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Steven. Oh, uh. Yeah. Whopper, hold the onions. <laughs> damn oh god fuck I forgot my wallet <laughs> alright All right. anyways thanks for listening to another episode of the Bar Tools podcast I'm Max uh, thank you Stephen for being here thank you Stephen for joining us tonight it's been so much fun um we're going to go and drink now. No, we're going to go to bed. You are going to bed. It's we bar time for the not birthday ones. Oh. Yeah. So fuck you, Frazier. Happy birthday. And Cody. <laughs> He's, not here, yeah. oh, Cody. He's not here, but I'll... Cody. Off your fuck. Wait, wait, don't end it. Follow our socials. And send us messages on uh, bartoolpodcast at gmail.com. Steven made a TikTok. First one. Success. <laughs>